On today's episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand, I got a chance to chat with Jenny Drew Garabedian from All the Babies. We had an awesome conversation about what it was like building her company during COVID. We talked about uh, some of the hiccups along the way, some of the great things that she learned, and the one key to success that I really think makes businesses or breaks businesses. You guys are going to love this one. Hey guys, before we begin, I want to talk to you about how to grow your e-commerce brand in a post iOS 14.5 world. If you're doing over seven figures in D to C, you need to hear this. Back when Facebook ads were absolutely crushing it and driving massive amounts of revenue, setting up basic flows and sending out occasional email campaigns used to cut it, SMS marketing included. You'd see it constantly and so would we when we were looking at accounts at Mindful Marketing. Brands earning 20 to 45% of their total revenue with email marketing with maybe three to four hours of work a month. And that's because they just set up some basic flows and then silence. But now that the Facebook algorithm has stopped spitting out such ridiculous returns, where do we go? Retention. But it requires marketers to go deeper than simple templated flows and copy and pasted campaigns, which we've seen all the time. It requires actually having a system that increases the LTV of your customers and then actually realizing that entire customer lifetime value in a shorter period of time. And hopefully even seeing a higher LTV. We're saddened to see brands do all the same things with their emails and SMS, and we're sick of auditing agency accounts who simply set up welcome flows and show off how many sales they make. Anyone can set up a welcome flow, abandon cart flow, etc. That is the simple stuff, guys. The real key in retention marketing is digging deep into your market, copy, offer, your creative, and then pairing that with a strategy that turns one-time buyers into two-time buyers, into three-time buyers, and on and on, just like we've seen at our brands. So if you want to find out exactly exactly how deep our retention marketing strategy goes, book a quick wins call with our team and we will show you exactly how we drive more repeat sales for our clients and hopefully how you can too. Go to mindfulmarketing.co slash quick wins. That's mindfulmarketing.co slash quick wins, all one word. Now on to today's episode. Hey guys, Jordan West back here with another episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand. Today I have the honor of talking to Jenny Drew Garabedian from All the Babies. I can't believe I got that all correct. Jenny Drew, welcome to Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand. Thank you so much, Jordan. It's great to be here. I really appreciate you having me on. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm looking forward to this conversation. So for people who know nothing about you or all the babies, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Yes, I am an LA local. I was born and raised here and I have a very entrepreneurial spirit and heart since I was a little girl. I always wanted to start something. Um, and here I am now, two years later with a business, but I studied at the University of Southern California here in LA as well. But I spent my freshman year through a transfer program in Paris, France, where I actually kind of got the initial ideas for all the babies because I was a nanny. So it's a whole thing there. And I'm an ex-soccer player. So I learned a lot about discipline through that. And I studied entrepreneurship and communication in college. So here I am. Well, awesome. Awesome. And we're done. That was perfect. Thank you. No, just kidding. <laughs> I'm a mom because I have a baby brand, but I started it with my mom. Oh, okay. Okay. Awesome. So talk to me about the inspiration for the brand. Where did you find, was, was there like some kind of need that you were trying to fill or walk me through that? 
Yeah. So as a nanny in Paris, I just fell in love with the simplicity of the clothing, the quality of the fabrics of the kids that I was babysitting, the kids all around. And I just felt like the US at the time was lacking in that quality for baby clothes. And I'd been nannying forever. So I had seen it all. And I was sort of sick of and like, no hate, but I was sort of sick of this like printing of like, I pooped on mommy. I was sick of this like bad quality fabrics. Like I just didn't like that anymore. I was like, I want my babies to look like how I want to dress, you know, in the future. And And as a nanny, I realized like, okay, like there's something here. And then I was like, wait, babies outgrow their clothes so quick in the first two years of life. Like there could be a real give back component here as well. And I've always had a heart for fashion and philanthropy and trying to combine those two worlds. So I was like, okay, clothes, give back. What does that look like? Then I got back to LA and that's where I really started thinking about the business, came up with the give back model, wear, grow, give. So enjoy your cozies, make memories in them. Once your little one outgrows, them, send them back to us free of charge, and we'll hand deliver them to babies in need. So that's kind of what I feel like sets us apart. Yeah, that's a really cool model. I really like that. Can you like tell me about practically how you do that? And I'm going to have some better questions for you here. What percentage of people take you up on that offer, first of all? So we're a new brand. So we're hitting the two-year mark. So I would say that we've gotten anywhere from like 10% of our returns back, which is still really great. But what I'm working on this year is actually launching a subscription model so that it's a lot easier because we have a very consistent customer retention rate. So week over week, we have at least 50% returning customers, which is huge loyalty. So what I'm like, okay, if you're going to keep coming back, your baby keeps outgrowing, you're going to keep sending back, then there's a real subscription moment here. So we're going to push that this year so that we can really kind of just be this well-oiled train that keeps going, keeps going. But a big aspect that we've kind of had to deal with is that, first of all, a lot of parents want to save their clothes for the next baby, or they want to give the clothes as hand-me-downs. So also we kind of have this idea of it is no one-size-fits-all. So wear, grow, give is also like, it can be whatever works for you. It can be so many things because no matter what, we still are constantly donating as a brand. So anything that is slightly damaged, we're going to donate anything that or we'll like send over to foundations to donate. And also a lot of our sales, like currently right now, we're doing 20% of our sales of two specific styles are being donated to Your Mom Cares, which was founded by celebrity moms to help kids with mental illness. So like we're always finding ways to donate regardless if that makes sense but what I'm really trying to nail this year now that we're growing and we have this momentum is really putting the give back model to the forefront and incentivizing our customers for with easeability through that send back and I think we're going to see a way higher return rate yeah yeah absolutely I love that thanks for thanks for walking me through that so something interesting about that is that you can only have a brand that gives like that so I, I Jenny Drew, I don't know if you know I also own a baby clothing brand we own a, a few different brands. And interestingly, the way that we do it is we actually have super fans who set up a buy sell swap page, which now has like 10,000 people a part of this group that just trades our clothes between between themselves. And what I love, you know, some some of my other business friends are like, why wouldn't you shut that down? Like, do you want them doing that? I'm like, of course I want them doing that. I want our clothes exchanged as many times as possible because maybe they don't want to buy right now. Like from a business perspective, I'm like, maybe they don't want to buy brand new right now, but they will down the road. Absolutely, they will buy down the road. And so it makes an absolute ton of sense. But people will only give clothes that are good. Like, have you ever given somebody something from H&M? No. Totally. (laughs) I know. And that's why we pride ourselves in great quality because it lasts. So it can be just handed and swapped and given 
and you know that's amazing that you're yeah, doing that. Yeah, I love yeah. that. Yes, yes, totally. And this podcast is not about me today, Jenny Drew. There are days when it is about me, but today let's it's about make it you. about you. No, I'm just. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we'll just make this. Uh, yeah, after 300 and something episodes, people have heard enough about uh, what I do. So <laughs> I want to ask you, you know, in these couple of years, it's it's an interesting time that you have launched the business, right? Because you got to go through what was one of the most incredible times uh, so far in, in e-com history. Talk me through what that was like launching right around COVID and some of the emotions and feelings that you went through during that. Yeah. So we launched a little bit before COVID. So we launched September 2019 and it took a few months to get the business off the ground, obviously. And we had these little baby sweat sets. We are solely a baby brand and the baby sweats were doing so well. The second we launched them, all the parents parents were like, I want to match with my baby. I want to match with my baby. And I'm huge at listening to what the customer wants. I'll always do it because they know they, they're going to, they're the ones shopping. So I was like, I think I need to listen to this. And it was January, 2020, when we were all like 2020 clear vision, it's going to be beautiful, the best year ever. And then like Kobe died. And then it was just, you know, all downhill, but it was, that was the beginning when Kobe died. That was the I beginning was of being be like, this is going to be the worst year in our, in our lives. Yeah. And well, especially for you in LA too, right? Cause it happened Absolutely. right He's there. An icon. And like, He's a hero. Yeah. So that happened and I was like, okay, I, I knew that I was making these adult sweats and then they literally launched the week that like lockdown started happening in March where everybody yeah, was like, yeah. what's going on? Yeah, what's yeah. happening? I'm stuck at home. I need to be in my sweat. So that was this crazy moment where suddenly I went from like very little sales, like this little owner figuring it out. And I had just relocated to San Francisco because my boyfriend got a new job and then he couldn't even go into the office because of COVID. And so I was like, I'm this new business owner, I just pivoted to doing matching adults, which makes my business so much bigger than what it was before. And now yeah, I'm yeah. booming and I'm in a place where it's five hours away now from my factories instead of right next to my factories. So I had to figure it all out. And I was, I think the hardest part for me is dealing with, which we were speaking about earlier, is dealing with this idea of so many small businesses losing business, closing their doors, like family owned businesses, people suffering, people dying of the sickness, like all these things things that were so horrible happening and then me booming and trying to kind of balance that energy of being like do I celebrate this because I'm also like very empathetic and aware of what's going on so I think that was really hard like personally for me because I wanted to celebrate my wins and my success and my growth but I also was like this hurts in a, in a really weird way but mm -hmm. once we kind mm -hmm. of and then I also was alone in San Francisco and I didn't have my mom I didn't have anyone and I was like getting all these orders and I was packing the orders until like 4am all on my own. So it was just this like crazy growth all at once. But it did really teach me, first of all, always listen to your customers because look where it led me. Second of yeah, all, yeah. always trust your gut, which is like the number one thing I do in my business. And third, having to like boom in a time like that was actually really great for us because it made us realize, okay, we're not just going to be a baby brand. This is a really beautiful pivot that we did that actually opens up so much more opportunity for the business. So I was able to step back and have a way bigger vision because of COVID and because of like adding this new adult sector to our business that I never even thought of before. So 
if COVID never happened and people weren't really asking about all these like matching sets, I didn't really take it as seriously. Like, I don't think it would have done as much for the brand. Now we are literally an adult and baby basics band that give mm. basics brand that gives back. And I think COVID actually gave me that because I was able to open my mind. So that was really huge. And then that also helped me come back and be like, okay, I moved back to LA. I've got a big office. We figured it out. And now we kind of have our like loungewear thing going. So it really did kind of give me this push I needed to think bigger for the business. If that answers your question, that that. was really long. I'm sorry. Great answer. Great answer. Jenny Drew, uh, what is working right now? It's, you know, the end of 2021. We just went through Black Friday, Cyber Monday. What is working as far as marketing is concerned for you? Oh my gosh. The thing that's been so big for us is word of mouth, which is crazy. That's how we grew organically. Our Instagram followers, we haven't paid for a single follower. We have, we just started doing paid ads, but it was all word of mouth. We would send it to like a micro mommy and influencer and then she would post and then a big macro influencer would buy and it was just truly I can't tell you our community has given us all the growth like I can't even spend everything how do you scale that in what sort of ways can you take that and scale that is that scalable or is that something as the business grows that you will continue to do and find other things to scale I think that you can start using affiliate marketing through that. I think affiliate marketing is a big one because you can start paying those people with a special discount code and kind of getting people involved. We've tried that out. That's been really successful for us. But it's true. It's hard to constantly be like gifting people, but we do budget for it. And at the end of the day, it's a lot cheaper for us to spend, you know, anywhere from $500 to $1,000 of product on gifting. So it goes a lot wider than spending $500 to $1,000 on sponsored posts where people visit your site and don't end up checking out. So I think that scaling it is coming up with a plan of like, do we want to just take our marketing budget and make it for affiliate marketing? Or do we want to, you know, I think we're still figuring it out, to be honest, but I think it's a great place to start. Yeah, 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 absolutely. We, uh, many episodes, hundreds of episodes ago, (laughs) I had Stephen Borelli from Cuts Clothing on and he was talking about how one of his full-time employees, and I'm sure now it's like multiple employees, will just find famous people and just find their addresses and send them stuff for free with no, like, don't ask them to post nothing, just sending them stuff. And Stephen's gotten, you know, probably in the hundreds of millions of free impressions because of doing this. And so I love it. I love it. And that was a huge part of their growth, right? And obviously paid media is a massive part of, of what they're doing and what other people are doing as well. But really coming into 2021, 2022, it's finding those other levers to pull besides paid media because it's just not what it used to be. So I am totally with you there. Something that did really help us grow to a wider audience because we're not a wholesale brand at all. We are direct to consumer, but the one wholesale platform we're on is Maisonette, which is a massive children's boutique. And we've gotten so many celebrity orders through that platform. And we are still Mm. the ones sending the packages from us. So it's still us doing it. It's not in any other store. It's all online. So we can like vet it and know and give it that personal touch that we do in all of our packages. But we're giving ourselves a way bigger audience because Maisonette has a huge following. It's like the go-to children's boutique. And like, that's how we were able to get some really big names. So that was also another big part that I forgot to mention. Cool. That's that's super cool. I'm making sure to make a note of that uh, for us to put in the uh, show notes later. I got to ask you the question, Jenny Drew, that I ask every single person who comes on the podcast. What is your secret to scaling? Oh my gosh. Community. I just said that. Listening to them, sharing with them, being transparent with them. It all comes back to community for me. It's funny because I, you know, I've been doing this for so long now and I ask the question at the end of the episode and it's like, were you not listening? 
And this is what I was talking about the whole time. <laughs> this is, I've already told you the secret. <laughs> it's just every, it's one of our top core values. It's just everything that we do. It, it, all of our success has come from our community. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I'm just going to hop on top of that for a second as well. And so as people know who have been listening to this, that we've been acquiring brands for a while. And when we look at brands to purchase, we are looking, do you have community? If they do not have community, we do not purchase them. You know, one of our recent ones, we've talked about this uh, a little bit on the podcast too, um, Keep Nature Wild. The, one of the main reasons that we bought that company was because they had a list of 6,000 people that went and cleaned up trails and that was their community. And, and so for us, we look at that and we're like, oh, that is like with a community, you can do incredible things and you can get feedback and you can do all these things. So I am just so with you. That is the best foundation to build your brand on. I know there's not a lot of new people that listen to this podcast. It's mostly, you know, people that are kind of in this sort of seven and eight figure kind of range. Guys, if you have not built your brand on community, start now, right? And that's where Web3 is going to come in, NFTs, all of that is going to be built around community. And that's how you're going to build a very long lasting, successful business. So just wanted to hop on that there, Jenny Drew, and just reiterate that you are on the right path. Yes. Yeah. I got three more questions uh, for you. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. First question, favorite tool or app that you're using right now? Slack forever. My number one. My morning interview today was also Slack. I was like, I, and it's funny because I have a love-hate relationship with Slack. I'm like, yeah, it's the only way to run a business. Like one of our recent acquisitions, they did not have Slack implemented. And it was like, we put Slack in like day one and they're like, oh my gosh, we can communicate with each other. This is incredible. I love it. The little sound it makes <laughs> when you get a notification. I was editing to-dos and I was able to cross them off. Like it just makes me feel on top of the world. I love it. <laughs> Wait, are you, did you find a good to-do app within Slack? No, so I would send like to-dos via Slack and then I was able to cross them off via Slack editing what I had already sent like from a pin oh, okay. or something and I was just having so much fun with it. Okay, if you ever find a good to-do app to use within Slack, you let me know. That's one thing I would love to find, okay? so Does Trello work with Slack? Because if so, I know that that's a big to-do app that a lot of people use. I don't like Trello. I just yeah, I don't like it brain. either. I don't like it either. Yeah. Uh, second question for you: favorite podcast or audiobook that you're listening to right now? Ooh, I just listened to Emily Ratajkowski's "My Body" audiobook, and I thought it was actually okay. very, okay. very profound. And I wasn't expecting to love it like I loved it. But I love also like I listen to it on the daily. World's first podcast with Era Aaron and Sarah Foster. I just love them. I think they're a lot of fun, and they speak on really interesting things. Cool, cool. We'll put those uh, on the show notes. Last question for you. If you could sit down with anybody for an hour, you can have a snack, you can have coffee, tea, beer, wine, whatever you like. They have to be alive. Who would it be? Oh my gosh. I've been asked this question before and this is like my old answer, but I feel like it's still relevant. Morgan Freeman, just because I always want to just have a conversation with him because of his That's voice. It's always been my answer. I just want to like be in his presence with his voice. He's just so, I don't know. I love it. I love him. I love it all. I love his voice. Yeah. He just, he emanates wisdom, you know, from that voice. So there's gotta I know, be something I feel like there. I'd be sitting with God, you know, he always is playing like that God <laughs> character or whatever. Or I feel like I was in a National Geographic episode. I just... I love them. Yeah, that's great. Jenny Drew, this was a great conversation. Thanks so much for coming on. Where can people find out more about you and more about all the babies? Yes, you can 
find, I'm not very active, but you can find more about me at LinkedIn, Jenny Drew Garabedian and all the babies on Instagram. We're very active on there at all the babies co. Sweet. I will make sure to follow you uh, right away. Thank you again so much for your time. Thank you, Jordan. Really appreciate it. Hey guys, we hope you really enjoyed today's episode. Can we ask you a favor? Hit subscribe so that you never miss an episode and share this with your e-commerce store owner friends. We also love reviews. So if you could leave us one on Apple Podcasts, that would mean so much to us. Just a reminder from the beginning of the episode, our team at Mindful Marketing is rapidly growing and we have room for one new brand a month that's looking to grow. Now, before you apply, please note that we're only looking for businesses that are ready to scale and have the capacity and the inventory for a large influx of orders. This opportunity is only available to brands that have had at least one year of sales history and are ready for explosive growth. If this sounds like you, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash apply and start the process today. I hope you guys have a great week.